y'all. It is the global strategist, Dr. LaShawn. And I am here with, guess what? <laughs> you podcast. Can you believe your girl got a podcast? Listen up. We are going to have some fun with this podcast. You know, I love to talk. If you didn't know, I love to talk. So first and foremost, I want you to take out your Androids, your iPhones, your iDevices, your this device, that device, that device. And I want you to go to your store where you download your apps. And I want you to download My Sister's Keeper, TGS, which stands for the Global Strategist, because I need you to have my app on your phone. I need you to get my daily affirmations. I need you to get my messages of encouragement. I need y'all to be rocking with me, okay? Yes, your girl has an app. So download it on your phone. Listen, I did not think that I was going to be doing these podcasts, but I have recorded a few episodes and I was like, I don't think I like it, <laughs> but I'm back again. And this one is going to hit a little different. Um, about a week and a half ago, my brother made his transition. My oldest brother, rest in peace, William Joseph Witt, who left this world quickly. My young, vibrant, energetic, healthy brother left his little sister. Okay. Um, and one of the things we talked about uh, the last couple of weeks before he died, because I was with him at my family reunion, we talked about me doing podcasts. And this boy says, you know, sis, you talk a lot. You know, the people going to listen to you because you just be running your jab of jaws. You be running your mouth. Something like that, he said. And I looked at him like, is that all you got for me? Is that I run my mouth so I'm going to do a good podcast? He's a mess. But listen, I miss that dude, y'all. I tell people sibling grief is a whole nother, it's different. It's, it's, it's not like parents and grandparents, cousins and aunts, sibling grief is different. So I want to dedicate my first episode to my brother. And uh, I affectionately knew him as Jojo. And um, he is the definition of living life purpose. So I'm going to get in today what I'm talking about and I'm going to bring it on home with him. Um, I'm here because I like inspiring and motivating people. Essentially, I thought to myself, okay, how am I inspire people, motivate them? You know, I used to, you know, I'm not Beyonce, you know, I'm not, you know, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, whoever. And it's like, what do I have for the people? And I remember I had a dream. I woke up from the dream. God told me you have a voice. And I'm like, okay, I have a voice. I have a little girl's voice. And then sometimes I have a raspy voice because, you know, I'd be struggling with my vocal cords. And I was like, okay, but what's my voice? What's my story? What do I have to give? And it was like, what's the reason you get up in the morning? I heard that. I was like, well, I get up in the morning because I got to do this, 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 this. But why do I get up in the morning? Why do you get up in the morning? Listen, I got three questions for you. I want you to answer these questions. Who am I? Ask yourself, who am I? I'm Dr. LaShawn, the global strategist. Well, who are you? The second question, 
Where do you belong? Where do you belong? Where do you belong in this thing called life? I belong in front of people. I belong in front of women because I'm inspiring him and I'm motivating. Even though I have a lot of men who say, you know, you inspired me. I listen to this and I'm like, oh, it's because I'm cute, huh? (laughs) But ask yourself, where do I belong? When do I feel fulfilled? When do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel fulfilled once a day, twice a day, once a week, twice a year? Ask yourself, who am I? Where do I belong? And when do I feel fulfilled? Listen, purpose. Purpose can guide your decisions in life. It can influence your behavior. It can shape your goals. It can give you a sense of direction. It can create meaning in your life. Purpose is multifaceted. For some people, you know, they're like, my purpose is just connected to what I work, what I do every day. It could be satisfying work. They go to work, they're a bookkeeper, they're accountant. Hey, that's my purpose. I'm here to help people's books. That's why God has me here. For others, their purpose lies in their responsibility to their family, their friends. Some have to seek meaning through spirituality, their religious beliefs. Some encompass their purpose in all of these things. For me, I found my purpose in my very last attempt to suicide. I talk about in my book, I get real graphic about, I planned out my suicide. I wrote letters to all the important people. I had all my important information laid out, even though my life insurance wouldn't have even gone into effect. You know, I wrote out what I wanted. I was just done with life. I did a couple of things. I took some pills. I drank some wine. I had some bleach. I had all kinds of stuff. And I knew I was not going to wake up. I told y'all this was my third suicide attempt. I woke up, somehow got in the car, drove about 20 miles from my house, ended up at some grocery store in my pajamas, no identification, no nothing. When I tell you God was with me, that's the only way (laughs) I made it. I didn't have no phone. I didn't have anything. I got to the store. I was walking through the store. Somehow the bottom of my feet, I was told when I would later read the, the, you know, the discharge papers, my feet were bleeding probably because I was walking on the ground, cut my feet. And somehow I ended down the freezer aisle. I remember falling to the floor and seeing this bright vision where I couldn't even open my eyes. I was in the store in the middle of the night. And I do kind of remember vaguely people were kind of looking at me because I'm sure I looked, you know, a little out of place. And I saw God. I saw a vision of God and I saw my grandmother. And I heard God clearly. It was like, this is it, LaShawn. We can't do this anymore. We can't keep trying to check out a life when this doesn't go right. And when I tell you, during that time, I was dealing with some major things, y'all. And and of course, when you read my book, you'll, you'll know most of those things. And I was like, I don't have a reason to live. I don't have the money. I don't have the influence. I don't have the friends. Every time I thought I would make a friend, it was like somebody didn't want to be my friend because somebody would start a lie and say, I did this and did that. And then this person wasn't talking to me and this person didn't like me and this person thought this. And I was just like, you know, 
I don't have anything to give. God gave me purpose at that very moment. Sometimes you got to fall. Sometimes you got to go through these moments where it's just like, oh my God, there's no more. And it's not always going to be, you know, you're going to wake up, you're going to go to a vision board party and you're going to put these little cute little pictures on a vision board and say, hi, I'm Sean and this is my vision. This is my purpose. It doesn't always happen like that. Some of us are going to go through some very demonic seasons in our lives. We're going to go through a series of delay, lack, things are just not going to be right. And you're going to have these moments like I did. I realized that my purpose was different. Now, see, I was hesitant about even trying to pursue the things that I knew that was like I was feeling like, yeah, I'm supposed to be on these platforms. I'm supposed to be talking to people. I'm supposed to be motivating. And I'm like, what am I going to tell them? I'm a rape survivor. I've attempted suicide three times. I filed bankruptcy. I've had felony charges. And for the record, felony charges that were reduced to a misdemeanor and my record was expunged for those people who always like to dig up stuff and don't have it accurate. And yeah, I committed disability fraud. That's not a secret. Um, And one side note, when you tell your own story, y'all, can't nobody make up nothing else about you. But all these things were going on in my life, abusive relationships, shooting up cars for men who cheat on me. I mean, I just, it was just all kind of stuff. And, you know, when you grow up, you have parents who take good care of you, you know, things are going well. And I was a PK, dad's in law enforcement, my brother was in law enforcement. You know, it's like, you know, right from wrong, but you still got all this stuff going on. So I knew it was like, okay, what's my purpose, God? What, I mean, what am I going to tell people? What am I going to, what am I going to do? What, what is it? I was listening to this purpose expert. His name is Richard Leader. He said, genuine purpose points to the end of a self-absorbed, self-serving relationship to life. So I was like, okay. So basically when your authentic purpose becomes clear, you'll be able to share, right? With the whole world. So I was like, okay, well, I got to identify. What am I going to talk to people about? What am I going to say to people? How am I going to evolve at saying, hey, I'm here, Dr. LaShawn, this is my purpose. I needed to go through some challenges so I could come to people and say, hey, been there, done that. It's, it's, it's different when you go through things and your purpose is birthed out of pain. I coach people to find their purpose and to develop multiple streams of income. And I'm getting ready to launch my Wealthy Women's Institute, um, which is going to be a little bit more involved uh, with some of the things that I've been doing. And I'm like, okay, moving into that zone, it was like, okay, LaShawn, Moving into new chambers, it's going to open up ways of new possibilities, you know, to like emerge and to evolve. And it was like, okay, this really prompted physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual transitions in my life. And so then it was like, okay, I was able to really start defining my purpose. I was really able to start just really getting into what it is that God wanted me to do. And so, you know, I'm not saying that this, you know, 
podcast that's going to be strictly ministry because I want to talk about different things. I want to talk about different issues. I want to talk about things that I have experience with. You know, sidebar, I want to talk about building wealth. I want to talk about preparing to be a wife. I want to talk about my journey of being abstinent from sex until I get married. There's so many different things that I want to use this podcast for because I know that if I don't bless a million people, I'm a bless one person. So I want to be able to, you know, talk about how some things have transformed in my life, but I want to keep it real. Y'all can let me keep it real. So when you identify your values, it's like your gifts and passions are only part of the equation to finding your purpose, but you got to find your values. These are the things that you live by, like how you treat people with kindness how you pick up after yourself, how you're driving down the street. Do you throw your trash out on the door, out of the car or do you take it in the house and throw it away? Those are values that you have to enlist for yourself. Create the list of values. What are your values? When you've identified your values and you plug them into like this life equation, like your gifts plus your passion plus your values, then you get your purpose. Values are so important. For me, I know that I'm very ambitious. I know that I'm very creative. I know that I'm a great friend. I know that I'm extremely generous. I've exhibited amount of growth. I'm independent. I'm not dependent on anybody. I'm very inspirational. I'm a leader. I'm loyal. I take the pleasure of the fine things of life. I'm stable. I'm building myself to achieve wealth. There's a lot of wisdom in my little crazy brain. Those are some of the things that are my values. So if I'm able to identify my values, y'all, then now I'm getting to what is my passion? What is my purpose? After I know what my gifts are, I know what I'm gifted in. I'm talented. I'm creative. I can plan. I'm the global strategist. I can support you administratively. I can do things for you. I can build systems. I can come into your organizations and do strategic leaderships, the uh, leadership trainings. There's so many different things I can do when you allow me. I realized when I was doing some reflection that I've given my gifts and my values to the wrong people. Let me tell you, about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, I was like, I need to check out. I need to go somewhere. I booked myself a 10-day trip to the Maldives, one of my favorite, probably my only favorite place to go, the Maldives. Check it out. Your phone don't work, but you have Wi-Fi. (laughs) I went there and I needed to check out. I needed to just get away from everything. I had just went through um, a situation uh, with a really close friend of mine And some things happened and that friendship went left. And I was really reflecting on, I'm tired of investing in people. I'm tired of being loyal and good to people and doing the things that I do. And people just go, they cut me off. Like, why did that keep happening to me? I was at one of those points like, dang, like this keeps happening in certain instances, you know, or I cut people off because I feel like they're not loyal to me. So it's like, I needed that opportunity to check out. So when I went to the Maldives, I created two lists and I put them on the wall. One of them was, what have you accomplished in life? 
Do you know I had a brain freeze and it took me two hours to figure out what I've accomplished? Because everything I would come up with an accomplishment, I was like, well, I got my doctorate degree. Well, it took me seven years because the chair at the time really didn't like me. So she accused me of cheating on a comp exam and I got expelled from my doctorate program for three years until I was able to appeal and get back in and finish my doctorate degree. And then I had to check myself like, who cares about the journey? I'm Dr. Witt, right? And so as I was writing this list, I'm like, LaShawn, write the list and stop saying, well, I finally got to a place financially, but I had to file bankruptcy. It ain't going to be a perfect road. It's not a perfect road. But for me, the pressures was like, well, how do I talk to people? How do I inspire and motivate them? Well, you're going to tell them the truth. Then I got this other piece of paper and I wrote, what is it that I want to achieve? What am I inspiring? Who am I inspiring? What message am I giving? And it was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was like, I had to focus on, I got to live a purposeful life. How can I live this purposeful life day to day? When things are going good today and then they're not going good tomorrow, how do I handle that? I started to do some journaling. Contemplation is seeking answers to questions about who you are, how you should live and where you belong, right? So we gotta use these reflective practices, whether it's journaling, praying, reading your scripture. Some of you do meditation, some of you work out. You know, I've recently started working out, going, trying to get back to my running again. You know, I had plastic surgery. I let myself go that I was on these weight loss injections, all these different things. But I realized when I run, I can hear from God. I have a clear mind. And it was like, okay, if I can hear from God, then I'm able to really connect on what I'm supposed to do. How do you write your life story? I had to sit back and say, LaShawn, you got to write down where you've been. That's why I kept going back to my, my book and I was editing my book. Like, where have you been? What are the events that shaped my life today? And what do I see myself in the future? God deals with me in dreams. I had to, sometimes I don't really record my dreams. I may roll over, grab my phone, do an audio recording. I may type some notes or sometimes I don't write my dreams at all. Let me tell you, the morning my brother transitioned, I had a dream that I was in an escape room and I had called one of my old principals. I had called one of my sorority sisters and it was, it was a different kind of escape room. It wasn't a normal room. It was like, The windows were tart, but I couldn't pull them. And every time I pulled them, it was like five seconds later, the room would lock up again. My brother called me. My brother had a password. He goes, sis, you so slow. What's taking you so long? And then he said something else I can't even remember now. And it was his voice. And I was like, why are you calling me? I'm trying to do this. He was like, the password is whatever it was. And the house opened up. And I was like, oh my God. But little did I know that my brother was literally transitioning about an hour after that dream. That dream was prophetic, y'all. Dreams are a way for the unconscious mind to work on those issues that we deal with or that we haven't acknowledged. And I know that God deals with me prophetically, audibly. He deals with me in my dreams. So I'm like, okay, what is it? It was my brother saying goodbye. It was my brother passing the torch. 
It was my brother saying, I'm going to be okay. Before I even knew, answering that phone a couple of hours later, his my nephew was going to call me and tell me my brother passed. It's things like that where I'm like, okay, God does look out for me. Listen, George Bernard Shaw said, this is the true joy of life. Being used up for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one. Being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish clod of ailments and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. Activation, y'all, is living your truth. By acting upon what you realize about yourself, you're really creating this authentic life. When you learn to align your everyday life with moments that fulfill you and utilize your gifts, you are better to create that purposeful life, whatever that is. You got to set goals. You got to read books. Okay? How do you do anything if you haven't even read books? People ask me all the time, what are my favorite books? What are my books that stay on rotation? Y'all want to know what my favorite books are? My favorite books that I read? I have a 2023 wealth guide. I'm reading uh, the 10 distinguish the, the 10 distinctions between millionaires and the middle class. That's a good book. I'm also reading Pay to Think. It's a leader's toolkit. That's really good. You need to check that out. I have a journal that I read, a purpose journal. A Wealthy Mindset is a book that I read all the time. I also read a book uh, uh, that is uh, specific to things that I believe in God for. The 31 prayers for my future husband. This is how my purpose evolves, y'all. Because I got these books, literally, like how we said we got these books on speed dial. I got these books in my phone and I'm reading them all the time because I got to make sure that I'm staying on top of the things that I know that God has shown me that I'm going to do. Find those books, y'all. How God Speaks, The Ultimate Guide to Hearing from God Clearly. I also read that crazy faith book by Michael Ty. Those are the books that have pushed me into my purpose. Those are some freebies, y'all. I give those to my coaching group. But I want you to set your goals, set authentic goals, okay? Goals and purposes, goals and your purpose are not synonymous. Goals are more specific. They're finite, and they serve your ultimate purpose. So you got to come up with your authentic goals, whether they're harmonious, they're approach oriented, they're centered around an activity. You got to come up with those goals. Ask yourself those questions in the beginning. So in the next five years, you got to be walking out your purpose. Not only are you walking out your purpose, you got to be living your purpose. You got to be making money from your purpose, y'all. It's so important. Who are you? Where do you belong? When do you feel fulfilled? Because listen, you don't want to leave this earth saying, wait, I didn't live my purpose. Living on purpose feels alive. It's clear. It's authentic. You experience like this whole flow, like you just move it, like everything's good. Nothing sweats you because you live in your purpose. Now, your purpose may not be an entrepreneur like myself. Your purpose may be what you do in your day job. 
Your purpose may be being a good grandmother to your grandkids, taking care of your sick grandchildren. Maybe it's creating a piece of art. Let me tell you something. My brother lived his purpose, y'all. My brother left. My brother graduated from Palisades High School. That's in Los Angeles. He did the Army. He did the Navy. Then he went to Seattle. He became a police uh, a police agent, a police uh, officer with Seattle PD. He retired, y'all. Then guess what? He called me one day and was like, you know, I want to do what my sister's doing. I want to go teach. I was like, bruh, come on now. Are you serious right now? I'm like, sir, you've been a police officer. You've been a sergeant in the Army Reserve. What, what do you mean you want to go teach these kids? Come on. Enjoy your life. My brother was a skier. He swam. He worked out. He rode motorcycles. He's in a motorcycle club. He traveled the world. I went to my brother's house a couple days after he died. There's this big old cello in the middle of his bedroom. I didn't even know my brother paid the cello. My brother's really the bougie version of myself, but I played the flute. But he lived his life. I said, God, I was thinking my brother died at 57. He died. He was born September 3rd. I was born January 3rd. That's our connection. 57. That's young. But my brother lived, y'all. The tributes that people have been making to my brother, it's like he lived his life. I knew the things he was doing. I talked to him all the time. But I was like, God, you were supposed to take my brother at 80, 90. I'm like, nobody should be burying their siblings or their kids. Sibling grief hits differently. But he lived his purpose. He did the things he desired to do. Now, I know why that trip to the Maldives was destined, because I needed to get a handle on my life. I needed to be like, you know what? I need to live my purpose. I need to be sure that I'm doing it. The very person who I had a situation recently with where our friendship just went haywire told me I wasn't good enough for podcasts. People used to make fun of my prophetic gift, like you're not hearing from God. Do you know how that pain me when I would have prophetic word and I would be a nervous wreck because I couldn't deliver it because that person wasn't receiving from me. So it was like, what was I going to do a podcast for? Yeah. My voice, sometimes they say like, I sound like a proper girl. Okay. Charm school may have done it. I don't know. But then sometimes I got a raspy voice, whatever. But what if I'd never tapped into that? What if I just said, nope, I'm not going to open up this Yeti mic, plug it up to my MacBook and get to step in with my podcast. It's purpose, y'all. Sometimes purpose don't pay immediately. You don't walk and do, oh, I did my purpose and now I'm about to make a million dollars. It doesn't work like that. You got to give it your all, y'all. So that's what I got for you today. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about identifying your purpose, how I came to that. We're going to be talking about so many different things, y'all. Y'all know my favorite topics are relationships and men. I want to talk about shopping trends. I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about all kinds of stuff. I even want to have some people come on here with me because there's so many things that I love to talk about. And I realized that 
You know, when I don't know something, God gives me the information. He allows me to meet people. He allows me to just to get the information so that I can, I can talk about these things. So I hope that you download my podcast, you know, set your, uh, settings so that you know when the new episodes drop. Follow me on Instagram at fee underscore global underscore strategist. Again, at fee underscore global underscore strategist. I'm on TikTok under that name. My Facebook is LaShawn Denise with follow me on social media. Keep up with me. Definitely download my app. One day I'm going to universally get all this stuff into one place because sometimes I'm like, what am I on? But again, I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast journey. And I look forward to sharing with you openly and doing what it is that I do best. All right. Until next time.